Hey guys, Larry here. Uh, hi, I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm trying to change up our intro, Justin. I'm sorry, I keep doing the different Yeah, things. you don't just, tell me about it though, and I'm just like, oh, I know, I just, I just oh my god, okay. <laughs> uh, so this is a pre-recording yep. for the podcast. Yes. Um, similar to last year when I was moving or at my own wedding, Justin is getting married, and the future for us and the present for you. Um, we're just trying to get some stuff done, so we make sure the content still gets delivered, but... Justin has time to enjoy the stress of the wedding and then yeah. the relief. Yeah, actually, you know, I just realized this. Larry, what are you going to do with your three weeks? Study. Oh, well, that's not fun. Okay, never mind. No, <laughs> Sorry, I fun. asked. I, I didn't know that either. <laughs> Study, do a lot of schoolwork, try to get ahead. Uh, if you listened to the vlog episode, you you know that I have been getting my ass kicked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, nothing, no catch up, no nothing like that. We just wanted to probably just take a few seconds and wish Justin a, a happy wedding. We wish we could be there, but obviously COVID and all that, you're handled the best you can. Oh, and Although, make sure you post pictures of that badass Vivi. Uh, I, actually, I, I'll, I'll say this now uh, because I can, because it's not coming until then. So uh, we basically have uh, vaccination passports uh, to, go, awesome. to go into establishments that aren't... Uh, essential you have to be vaccinated or you have to the uh the rock concert yeah i'm going to uh you have to be vaccinated and have proof vaccination and if you aren't they have rapid tests on site and you have to get tested every single day yeah uh so that's actually that's basically what i'm cool with that yeah same i mean they so we talked to our venue today actually and they said like yeah they just have to show proof of uh a negative test within the last 24 hours like it has to have been taken the last 24 hours and mm-hmm. it has to be at their cost. Cool. So I think, I, yeah. So whatever. I'll just tell people that they have to be vaccinated. Like I said, you got to get back here. to normal, but you also got to be safe. And if you're going to get the vaccine, whatever fucking comes your way, comes your way. <laughs> Fuck you for not letting me see my dog when he was in the hospital. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> with all that, you know what? We, 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 we want to have a nice fun time. Yeah. I kind of moved some things around so we could do it this way. We have a couple of these horror comedies this season. But the first one, well, Justin, let's talk about Killer Clowns in Outer Space. I thought about putting the whole song in there and just seeing how much I could get away with until you noticed, but you know. <laughs> the whole time. I love that song. So a lot of people are probably wondering, what the fuck? Larry bitched about Ginger Dead Man. Larry bitched about Tammy and the T-Rex. Larry put together the movies for this season. Why did he force, because we almost didn't do it, why did he force in Killer Clouds from Outer Space? I'll tell you. I think I was six, seven, and I was at my uncle's house. I was staying up late because I was being a bad kid. <laughs> and I was sleeping downstairs, living on the couch, watching TV. Didn't have cable, I think, at my, my parents' house. So it was always like, you stayed up as late as you possibly could. And it was on USA Network. And this movie comes on. And it scared the shit out of me. I will tell you this now uh, because obviously it's like four weeks old by now. This movie was scarier than The Blob. <laughs> Yes. Even oh, like now. And so the scene in particular that really, really scared me when I was a kid was the shadow puppet scene. Interesting. Okay. There's a lot of scarier things which I'm sure we'll talk about, but when I watched it as a kid, 
when the clown's doing the shadow puppetry and then he eats the crowd, that stuck with me forever. And even though I forgot about this movie and what it was, like I was six, right? But the way that clowns looked, the way the clowns moved, and some of the death scenes had always stuck with me. And I think I was in high school, maybe college, and I was walking through Walmart and I saw the box for a DVD of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I was like, holy fuck, that's it. <laughs> and I bought it. And that's the copy of the movie that I watched. Oh, uh, I watched it this week. I have never seen this movie. <laughs> you haven't? No. Oh my God, it was the first time <laughs> yes. for you. How excited. I actually just jumped out of my chair a little bit. Justin got to see that. I, I'm very excited. Okay, okay. Did you feel like I wasted your time? Uh, no, you hit me with the hot and cold this week. Uh, the cold the cold <laughs> being the blob. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into some background before we do scores. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a 1988 American horror comedy from writer, producer, and director, the Chiodo Brothers. This is the only film to be written and directed by the brothers, who also did the practical effects and makeup for the film. Probably one of the best things about this movie is how they use the practical effects, and we can kind of talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, we will be. Film stars Grant Kramer, Suzanne Snyder, John Allen Nelson, and John Vernon. Kramer plays Mike Tobacco, our protagonist. <laughs> uh, he has had small roles in films such as New Year's Evil and Hard Bodies. Uh, he's also had roles in The Young and the Restless and Murder, She Wrote. Interesting. So uh, the, the kind of back to the directors. Sure. Did they like split up and do anything else? Or is this like, this is it? I think this is it. Um, we can do a quick search. Oh, I typed in Chiodo and the band came up. <laughs> I think this is all they ever did. Oh, there's three. They did of special them. effects on stuff, but this is the only movie they ever did. One of them worked on Critters. Mm hmm. And Team and America. Robocop. A lot of Critters. Yeah. But yeah, this is the only one that they actually ever. Uh, wrote and direct. That's a shame. <laughs> Suzanne Snyder plays Debbie Stone. She was in Weird Science, Night of the Creeps, which we'll have reviewed by the time you hear this, and Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Oh wait, John Nelson Part Two. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Have you seen any of the Night of the Living no. or Return? We've talked about this. I haven't. Okay. I, I've seen like the late night, like similar to Killer Clowns, like seeing, I remember the barrels in the basement and the two guys get down there. I remember that scene and stuff, but like the movie proper, I haven't. When we get back to zombies, I think we're going to do a lot of remake and oh, sequel focus. Dude, we, at least the first, me, I, I might even put three in there. We have okay. to because they're, I mean, they're legitimately good. For sure. So Nelson plays Deputy Dave, and he has had been in movies like Marry Me or Die and Feast 3, The Happy Finish. Okay. <laughs> Probably the most well-known actor is John Vernon. He plays Deputy Mooney, uh, and he had roles as Dean Wormer in Animal House, The Mayor in Dirty Harry, and Fletcher in The Outlaw Jonesy Wales. I'm just Hello, Josie Wales. I said Jonesy. <laughs> Josie Wales. Interesting. So a lot of like He was the bad guy. He was always the authority bad yeah. guy figure, which is why he played that role so well in this movie. Oh man. This is this movie is 
The film was scored by John Masari. He is most well known for Killer Clowns, but his other works include Kickboxer 5, Retro Puppet Master, and Final Stab. They all sound like knockoffs of other movies? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the Chiyoda Brothers have been wanting to make a sequel for this movie ever since it released, but it's been in developmental hell. Do it. Um, The brothers said they want to make four sequels in a TV series. You gotta get fucking on it, because this was, what, 80, 88? 88, yeah. In 2018, Sci-Fi announced that they were trying to buy the rights in order to get this to happen. I'm assuming they didn't sell. However, are you ready for the sadness? Oh. In August of 2019, after the acquisition, acquisition of 21st Century Fox by Disney, it was revealed that Fox intended on developing the sequel to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But Disney canceled it, along with 200 other projects. The sequel was to be titled The Return of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 3D. God damn it, Disney. (laughs) It was shot at a budget of $1.8 million. I couldn't find how much money it made. Man, fuck Disney. I just want to be like, oh, man, are you kidding me? (sighs) (laughs) One day. Okay, everything has its heyday. Like, uh, everything will come back. It'll come back. We're getting KOTOR, man. Anything's possible. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I, I thought KOTOR's never going to happen. The only thing that would, at this point, that would surprise me to find out is actually coming is Silent Hill. Yeah, right. That's never going to happen. That would be the only thing that would legitimately be like, holy fuck. Everything else, it's possible. Yeah. So to make life easier for editing and everything else, we are not going to do 60-second summaries, but I am going to give a very fresh... Uh, hmm, a very fresh interpretation of the plot here. Okay. Are you ready, Justin? Yes, I am. Mike Tobacco and Suzanne are making out on Make Out Hill. Uh, their buddies in the ice cream truck come and be little goobers, and they drive away, and then a comet comes, and they drive to go see what's going on. But before they get there, this old man gets there, similar to the blob. And the clowns attack him and wrap him in cotton candy and take him into the ship, which looks like a, a circus tent. Mike and Suzanne go creeping around, go into the circus tent, realize that it's a spaceship or a nuclear facility or something crazy. Find the old man wrapped in cotton candy and see that he's melting inside the cotton candy ball. <laughs> they run to go tell the cops who think they're a bunch of crazies. And then we find out that Deputy Dave had actually previously dated uh, Debbie. So we have a nice love triangle going on in this movie. They drop Debbie off at home because it's not safe for her out in the streets because there's killer clowns wandering. Uh, even though Dave at this point doesn't believe it. The clowns are wandering the streets because they followed uh, Mike and Debbie into town. And they're killing people in creative ways. Uh, one is through a puppet show. It tricks someone into watching a puppet show and they shoot them. Uh, there is the scene I talked about with the shadow puppetry. Um, a girl opens a door to a clown carrying some pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Um, meanwhile, the other deputy, Deputy Mooney, the mean deputy, doesn't believe what's going on. He hates kids, just hates the world. Well, a clown comes. When the clown kills Deputy Mooney. So Deputy Dave and Mike head back to the police station and deputy mooney's sitting there with cheeks painted looks like a marionette and he's talking and in probably one of the creepiest fucking scenes he's oh, talking as himself yes 
being marionetted by the clown, and the clown pulls his fucking arm out of the dude's back. Like, so far, it all been, like, kind of goofy practical effects. This is, like, in your face. Like, Pennywise-level shit. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... Okay, I, I, I screw myself up. That, that scene always fucks me up. So, basically, they go to the spaceship because Debbie had gotten ca- captured because there was popcorn in her clothes. And when she went and got a shower, <laughs> the, the popcorn grew into space monsters. And the clowns were able to track her, and they put her not in cotton candy, but in, like, a teleportation bowl. Yeah. So Mike meets with his friends, Rich and Paul, who we met at the beginning of the thing, who have their ice cream truck. Uh, so them, they're known as the Terenzi brothers, and Deputy Dave go, and they rescue Debbie inside the ship. Uh, the ten- Terenzi brothers get molested by two female clowns in a ball pit, <laughs> but they somehow survive that encounter with lipstick all over them. Uh then when they're sitting there, they distract the clowns using the PA system on their fake clown car. But that is when the big clown comes. Um, Deputy Dave tells Mike and Debbie to get the hell out of there. He kills the big clown uh, and the spaceship blows up. But we come to find out that Deputy Dave and the Frenzy Brothers had gone into a clown car and they survive the explosion when the clown car throws them off right in front of Dave and Debbie. Uh, sorry, Mike and Debbie, and they crawl on out, and they're sitting there thinking they're all safe, and they get pied in the face. Yes. Yep. <laughs> this fucking movie, man. It is, like, tanny and the T-Rex level. Uh, oh, man. But you It's didn't... better than taming no, the T-Rex No, I, I agree. Like, it, honestly, like... I legitimately enjoyed myself watching this movie. It's fun, <laughs> yeah. right? Again, this, so this is a horror comedy review. So we're approaching it differently than we yeah. would like a straight up horror film. Um, I think the plot follows. Like I think it tracks the whole way through. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy we watched The Blob because it's kind of a similar kind of beats to The Blob. It's why I tackled it the way I did. Like there are certain beats to these sci-fi movies that they follow so when you do when you see the parodies or you see the interpretations of it, it makes a little bit more sense or feels a little bit different. And so I definitely think we see that here. Not only that, but like obviously the blob had its issues of dragging down in the middle. Uh, yes. I don't know, seventy minutes. Um, the, I did not feel that here. I felt like there was no. always something going on. It was always evolving and always kind of. Pushing it's itself. cheesy at times and goofy oh, yeah. at times, but it's enjoyable. Like I, you walk into this knowing you're seeing a B movie. <laughs> a B is again being very generous. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Like, and the and the thing is, it's like I, I think it's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I. So I, I started to watch this just by myself. I wasn't going to make Michelle watch it. I got about halfway mm-hmm. through and was like, no, okay, she has to watch this. We have to watch this together. And, I mean, I did. I rewatched that first half. What did she think? Oh, she thought it was funny. Like, she enjoyed Good. it. Like, e- even myself, I had to rewatch the first half of this movie. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, it was it's, fun. it's fun. Yeah. And, again, it, it's, it's fun in a way that a lot of these, like, crappy horror movies or horror comedies yeah. aren't fun. It's like everyone involved in this knows exactly what they're doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like... Right there in your face that they, they they're they making know. a schlocky late night horror comedy. 
Yeah, I, th- I mean they did a great job. I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoyed yeah, it's it. Fantastic! Like, like I, I think that the, I think the fact that like none of the main principal characters died, like the Trenzi brothers, Deputy Dave, they, they all survived. I think that's great. Like, yeah, that's the way it should be. It's like there's no real consequences. Like, yeah. some tr- peripheral people died. The big bad mean deputy died. Half like, the town died. <laughs> half the town died. <laughs> but like, no one of like our principal characters died. Yeah. And I just think it's so funny, and I think. They just play on a lot of tropes really well in it, and I, I really enjoy it. That's again, you're not getting anything deep. You're not getting any social commentary, where or like like meaning to life here. Yeah, it's just a fun classic alien horror film. Yeah, no, I I, I mean I agree 100. percent You're not getting anything like thought provoking. You are getting a yeah. Turn off your brain and have fun. I gave it an eight. I love this movie. I also gave it an eight. Oh my god. <laughs> Cinematography. The very first thing we have to talk about. I mentioned it a little bit when I was doing my notes, but I think the most important thing to discuss. The practical effects, the practical effects, the practical effects. The clowns. Um, did you so you rented it, I'm assuming, from somewhere? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I get I own the DVD of it, okay. and I, I watched some of the special features and stuff. Like, they spent like days teaching the actors inside the clown suits how they wanted them to move to be scary. Like, they're like people inside these suits with the like the fake heads and everything, and they're terrifying. Oh yeah, the clowns are absolutely scary. Like they and they look great. Even like the I guess you could call it like the baby clown looks terrifying. Absolutely, yeah. like it, it, I, I honestly think they nailed it out of the park, and like everything just looks so different. Nothing really looks similar. They like they with their monsters have basically is like a Silent Hill levels of crazy ass monsters. And yeah, uh, and they take things that you know about, like clowns, and turn them on their head. Like Pennywise never scared me as a kid. Clowns don't really scare me. The clowns in this are fucking terrifying. I have. Clowns to me has have always been like middling. Like, yeah, they're creepy, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, here, man, it is like hot damn. In in they take things that you think are going to be like like just like unassuming, like the shadow puppetry or the even like the puppet show, right? And they make them menacing and scary. And that's I think that's the thing that sets us apart so much from your Tammy and the T Rex, from your uh, Ginger Dead Man. Is that like it's schlocky? It's the late night movie. Yeah, yeah. Fun. But it looks very good in the areas that it needs to. And we're going to get to how funny scary. It's scary at times. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm going to tell you 100%. I, all of my scores here. I I keep con- contrasting it to the blob because we just recorded that episode. Yes. But, I like, mm-hmm. all of my scores are higher here than they are for the blob. Like, it, it, yeah. like this movie is wild how good it looks. Like... And that's in the theme of mind too. Is like I mentioned, the Chiodo brothers have only directed one time. This is it. So the special effects are one thing. They've done it for a lot of movies, and we like yeah. Robocop. I mean, come on, like we know they can really get some good shit going. Yeah. But like, the movie is good. Like you go into it expecting a B movie, and at times it looks even better than that. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is some CGI stuff, like the ship when they go into the center, it looks like a really knocked off version of Star Wars, but we don't know what the original Star Wars looks like because George Lucas keeps going back and re- retouching <laughs> it. Like, but before I die, I'm sure they're actually going to build a Death Star so George Lucas can rest pe- at peace. 
Um, but I just really found it enjoyable. And like a big problem that I have with some of these schlocky movies and, um, and Friday the 13th in particular is like the nudity and they don't have it in here which is which is another plus very, for me it, and it's very surprising because that's you go into this and you're thinking okay it's going to be bad and it's just going to be like boobs for no boobs reason everywhere. yeah mm-hmm. no no to both and again like, it goes back to me being a puritanical person I guess <laughs> but like it's another reason why I like it is like <laughs> there are two scenes in particular where you definitely could have gotten nudity when the pizza guy comes to the door and when Debbie's in the shower, and both times you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't and feel that. I want to give them props yeah. for it because <laughs> they they could have and they didn't. Uh, so as far as cinematography goes, again, like there's definitely a lot better out there. But for a B movie, I thought it was really good, and the practical effects are astounding. I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. Oh my god, this can't. <laughs> is this gonna go in our top ten? <laughs> oh lord, audio. Okay. The theme you played is a banger. Play it again. Let's hear it one more time. It's going to be a short episode. Uh, oh. Let's hear it one more time. Uh, okay, good. I wanted to make sure I hit the right button. Cool. Can we have it playing in the background? Or can you adjust it? Is that super loud for you or no? Nope. That's Yeah, that works for me. Perfect. So the, the song is amazing. It's awesome. Like, it, it, everything about this just fits so fucking perfectly. It's just, like... Devin refused to watch it with me because she fucking hates this, but I oh love my God. this movie. It is... I am someone who hates schlock and shitty late night movies, but I love it. Uh, I talked about how we had that really, really well-known actor, John Vernon, right? And he plays the mean cop. Yeah. And it's just, you would think that having an actor who has acted alongside the likes of like Clint Eastwood, right? Would be really, really distracting from these other actors who I mentioned were kind of in nothing else, right? Yeah. It's not. It elevates the movie because he just looks like this old douchebag next to these people who are just trying to have fun. Yeah. And so when the clown kills him and he has that scene oh, where dude. he's a marionette, that scene. this makes it so Ugh. much better. And I don't know. I think the acting, like, it's not on the level of, like, the Jaws, right, where we talked about where, like, we have three actors who are just performing Oscar-worthy performances, right? Yeah. Or, like, The Exorcist or anything like that. This is still your B schlocky movie, but everyone's in on it. Everyone's having a good time, and they're all giving a hundred and ten percent. And even John Vernon, who they obviously brought in as like the big name actor, yeah, is acting like he would normally. But it fits within everything else. And I just, goddamn, I, I think, I think audio is probably my favorite section of this whole movie. I would agree because I mean, like you said, it's like everybody knows what they are here to do yep and i think it's really easy to like overplay being in a bad movie um and honestly nobody does it here they all they're here to have fun and the grumpy guy is the grumpy guy and like they all fit into their roles so well um this renzi brothers are perfectly cast as well just like the two scuzzy brothers (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and it, 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 it i mean and yes it is hilarious what happens to them with uh yeah. the, the ball pit like uh, just everything of it this movie <laughs> is amazing i love this movie i do too uh yeah and again like maybe it's because like we're coming off of some like rougher uh like older more classic sci-fi horror which 
don't really hold a candle to today's sci-fi horror, in my yeah. opinion, and definitely your opinion. Oh, God, um, absolutely. And, like, I am grading this on, like, a B-movie scale, and I definitely have a lot of nostalgia for it. Yeah. It's fine. You can keep playing it. Oh, yeah. No, I just I loaded the whole song on here, so we're just going to listen to it until it's over. <laughs> Great. I... I, I just love it. I think the clowns are also very scary. Yes. Because, like... They're, they're, like, garbled speech, like, helps but sell. But then sometimes we find out that they can, like, they they trick Debbie into thinking it's Mike. Yes. Central oh. voice, and obviously the marionette scene. And, like, the big clown is spooky, and the little baby clowns in the ball, the chick clowns in the ball pit. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. I just think it's... I, I think that this is probably my favorite section of the whole movie. I would agree. I, I mean, like you said, I, I just think everybody, like you said, everybody knew what they were doing there, and they all really, really hit it hard. And, and I mean, and this I, theme I song is pretty, amazing. I yeah, am not going to forget it anytime soon. And I think in particular, the reason why like, the reason why this stands apart for me from like a Tammy and the T-Rex and like a Sharknado or any of the other things that I always constantly crap on, right, where yeah. people say I'm a snob for what I like to watch. The difference here, I think, is the audio. I think it's just the actors know what they're doing, and we have very memorable bad guys with a killer soundtrack. I think like it just ties all these elements together, and we'll get to how scary and funny, but that's just like icing on this cake. So I don't know. I love this man. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It, it's again, it's it, it's hard to sell it because I I think people do look at it and they see like, oh, this is just going to be another velociraptor or not velocipastor or whatever but it's the thing is is like these guys didn't hire people off craigslist for five dollars they like they do well in their weird performance they fit it perfectly yeah there's nothing else to be said they just literally fit it perfectly yeah justin and ferrari i gave it a nine this is gonna be so high oh my god because i also gave it a nine Oh my god! Oh man! All right, how funny and scary this! I'm I'm scared because I, I know what I gave this, so like I can only imagine what you did. <laughs> okay, I mentioned how when I first watched this movie, it scared the piss out of me. Yeah, and then it always kind of sat in my brain as a movie that I was afraid of because of certain scenes. Yeah, but that I could. I'll wait for her to finish brushing her teeth. Oh. Because Audacity's picking up a little bit. Oh, that's okay. I can just, whatever. We can keep talking. That's fine. I'm not cutting any of the song out, so. (laughs) Oh, I don't care about that. All right. So, sorry. If you guys hear this, like, I'm trying to avoid audio. My wife is brushing her teeth. I can hear the pipes through the walls. Um, So, this movie had always sat with me since I was a little kid. Yeah. It always scared me. Um, And I didn't even remember it being a comedy. I remember just being terrified of it. So coming back to it later, like when I found it at Walmart in yeah. the DVD pile, like I was shocked that it was a horror comedy. Like it was definitely meant to be scary at times, but it was also meant to be like super funny and goofy and stuff. Because all I remember from a kid from seeing it on late night USA Network was that it was terrifying. Yeah, that it scared the shit out of me. It was like it cautioned me from staying up to wait and coming across this shit in the future, right? Um, but watching it then, it was funny. And, like, I watched it probably every every Halloween, like, around every Halloween, every October. Because it's just, it just has the vibe. 
that I enjoy. Yeah. It's just fun. It takes itself not too seriously, but it has some scary kills. Like, again, when I was a kid, the scene that definitely screwed me up the most was the um, shadow puppet scene. But now that marionette sequence. Oh, dude, it's brutal. Like, I, there's just something like so guttural about that scene, especially like putting it up against the rest of the death scenes, which like, yeah, I mean, I think even the puppet show is like terrifying. But yeah. like some of them, because of the puppet's face when it turns and looks at him, and the, the clown stands up behind, and him he's slowly. like towering over him. Ugh. Like, I, and I, that's I, another <laughs> thing for how this is scary too is that because these clowns are all practical effects, they all look different. They're all so like different in size and stature, and they're just like these menacing forces. And it's because of that, it's like they're terrifying. Like they they, they are never funny. Like they do some funny things every once in a while, but the funny bring a pizza really to somebody's door. <laughs> like the funniness really comes from like our human characters. Yeah, the horrors coming from the clowns constantly. Oh, I mean, they are a terrifying presence when they're on screen. It's like, okay, what kind of fucked up weird thing is going to happen now? Yeah, and <sighs> again, like I, I just can already imagine people listening to this, like Larry, like you, you bitch and complain so much about schlocky crappy horror movies in your time i don't think this wastes my time i love this i i i I honest to god love it it's funny it still scares me to this day even though i've seen it so many times i i love it dude any last thoughts where we give scores on it honestly i mean i'm kind of in the same boat i mean this is a first watch for me and i guarantee (laughs) i am going to watch this again because it was a lot of so happy like it makes me so happy. I think this is the first one this season that I think you've really liked. Oh man, I love this movie. Like I, I, oh, thank God. I just, I, I'm very surprised and shocked. And it could be because we're watch. I literally watched this the, the day after I watched the Blob, which was yeah. a snooze fest to me. Yeah. But man, if that was the case, I mean, <laughs> sorry, Blob, but <laughs> this was way better. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just it, it was great. I I don't think that they're like obviously yes, you're going to see a B movie, a B comedy movie, but like and I think they definitely they like, lean into colors it. Colors our score because yeah. we we are comparing it to like a Conjuring, yeah, or an Exorcist. Absolutely, and, and like obviously, like yeah, it, it you know it's got its like schlocky moments. I'm happy yeah, to do too. yeah, it it was like it's a great movie. <laughs> you should go watch it. All right, I gave How Funny and Scary a nine. I gave it an 8.5. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> All right. For plot, we both gave it 8. For cinematography, we both gave it 8. For audio, we both gave it 9. And for how funny, scary, I gave it a 9. Justin gave it an 8. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of an 84. Let me scroll up from the last thing we placed in here. Oh, oh man. It's up there. Is it in the top 10? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's close. It's knocking on the door. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> so it's tied with 30 days of night wow okay okay right above it with an 85 percent are films like us revenge and uh, the perfection and the faculty the faculty's two spots out of the top 10 and we both know why <laughs> uh, films below it which are 82s are midsummer and the shining oh my god <laughs> 
I don't give a fuck. I would rather watch Killer Clowns in Midsummer any day, even though I love Midsummer and breaking it down. Yeah, no, I, I had a I, blast I, I'm there with doing you. that for like ten hours with Rachel. I would rather watch Killer Clowns. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. I would gladly watch this again. Oh man, I'm happy you had fun with it. It makes me feel better. Oh yeah, I absolutely. Seen Psycho Gorman. What's that? But I've heard it's very funny. But I know Mars Attacks, which is our other horror comedy this season, is fantastic. What was sorry? What was the other one you said? I I didn't hear that. I heard Psycho Gorman. Oh yeah, I I've heard it's fantastic. I hear a lot of like good things about it, but yeah, same here. Yeah. Oh man, killer cross our space. All right, so we're <laughs> gonna play a commercial from our podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network, and then we're gonna head on into the closing. Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. I think the craziest thing to think about is this is the first B movie that has scored this high. Like, what we do in the shadows is a horror comedy, but it's not this. Like, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is another horror comedy. Same with Shaun of the Dead, right? Those are all things that scored really, really high. Yeah. But never really reached, like, this level. And I don't know what separates this from the other things. Like, I, I just... It's just fun. It's just fun to watch. It's fun to enjoy. It's fun to take in. So a little bit of a heads up. We the re, the pre-recorded episodes are going to be next week, Halloween Kills. Yes, um, at which we did just find out is going to be on Peacock the day day and date. I'm seeing it in theaters. I'm dressing up. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I have kids, so I'll probably watch it at home. I understand, and I'm happy <laughs> for people like you. But there's no, there's nothing stopping. Me. I was supposed to see this last Halloween. There's nothing stopping me, dude. That's how I felt about Spiral, and I still had to. Couldn't I see know. in theaters. Oh, I was so I'm so bummed about that. I feel bad. And then the other one that's going to be pre-recorded is Silent Hill: Homecoming, our Silent Hill game for the season. That's going to be a really special one. We're reviewing that one with Allie. Uh, she's on the podcast before. She's a writer over at Bloody Disgusting, and we're also going to have Tuck on for that too. So we're gonna have a little four-person panel on what I've heard is a very terrible Silent Hill game. Oh, it's just the best one ever. Uh... <laughs> No, that, that sarcasm should be saved for downpour. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, Justin, um, this is the first one, so I just want to be the first to wish you a, a happy wedding day. Thank you. Um, from someone who got married last year, the biggest thing I can tell you is that it's going to be incredibly stressful and incredibly fast. That's okay. I have, uh, I, I actually, in between recording this episode and the last episode, we got a picture of our menu because we couldn't remember what we chose and Uh I can tell you right now I have 11 p.m. poutine waiting for me at the end of that night so or 11 p.m. did I say a.m.? I meant p.m. yeah but yeah I have a midnight poutine waiting for me at the end of that (laughs) day so I had had pizza waiting for us (laughs) back in the hotel but no it's gonna be a blast and like obviously you and Michelle are already great together 
So I'm not gonna be one of those people like it's the end of the one. Like it's fucking stupid. Like you're marrying your best friend. Like yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. So we definitely have a lot more coming up where we're pre-record some more stuff. But that's all I have for this week. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Just everybody who hasn't seen Killer Clowns, uh, go see it. <laughs> really? Like I, I, like absolutely, guys. Have a very lovely October. We're about halfway through as you're listening to this. And until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord and to the website we are also on instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast also in the show notes we'll have a link to the twitch and youtube channels and if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast every cent goes into the show And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, You guys helped make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.